Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and Tamara Judge. <laughs> Hi. How's oh, it going? My God. It's going. Got it home last night from Big Bear. I have officially, or I should say we, have officially done everything we can do. Now the contractor's coming in. And I'm so, I have never worked my ass off so much in my entire life. There's still two rooms with wallpaper that need to be removed, but they're secondary bedrooms. I'm like, they can wait. They can wait. Now I just want to enjoy the cabin until after Labor Day. Then I hand it over to Carlos, um, who is going to renovate it. He's going to stay there for two months and gut the kitchen and rip out the bathroom and do all those things. So excited about that. And I feel like I've been pulled in every direction from being in Big Bear to coming home and literally driving down to do like, you know, a doctor's appointment and driving right back up to back to Big Bear. The road's been closed. The hurricane that hit us. Oh, my God. Well, you You realize you realize how lucky I am that I was able to be a part of two earthquakes in one week. I did not feel any earthquakes. This is the first I'm hearing about any of them. Okay. Well, the one in Colombia, I for sure felt because not only were tensions at an all time high, um, because I was traveling with all with slate Cruz, and dove Edwin, Edwin's dad, Edwin's dad's significant other Edwin's mom, her brother um, and like trying to navigate not speaking English being like us trying to go from Bogota to Cartagena and my freaking back being a disaster. I'm like pulling bags, trying to like get them on. And all of a sudden I'm like this and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm getting vertigo again. Oh no, I'm going to fall down. And then I look over at Cruz and he goes, Oh, so you felt the earthquake. The one in Colombia, 
I mean, it. I never felt one like this. And I was like, that's pretty big because I've lived in L.A. for, yeah. you know, over 20 years. It So Columbia was 6.3. The L.A. one was, what was it, a 5.5? Um, but When was the L.A. one? It was the day we flew back, the same day as Hurricane Hillary. Oh, I didn't feel anything. Well, in Big Bear, um, it rained all day, but it wasn't, like, horrible. It was just, like, a rainy day. Now, when I drove home yesterday and got home, there was trees in our neighborhood that big, giant, mature trees that were literally pulled out by the roots. Yeah, it, it just really depends on where, even in like where I live in L.A., like coming, we landed into LAX. It was one of those things where like the baggage claim, like our bags were delayed over two hours because they couldn't get our bags off the plane. Dove was a real gem at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked you were allowed to fly. I well, we kept checking because I kept thinking, are we going to be stuck in Panama? Do we need to find a hotel? And I kept checking. It's like not getting delayed. So I was like, oh, we're not. Have you ever coming. been to Panama? No, I haven't. I have. House for OC? No, actually, it was one of the first trips I took with Eddie. He, we were dating. He was in Panama um, with some friends. They were they had an orphanage over there that they funded through the business. Oh, wow. So he was over there checking on that. And I flew in. It's my first like international trip all by myself. Oh, well, I can say that I love Columbia. Had sex in had... the bathroom at the restaurant. It, hold on. In the, yeah. in the airport or in the no, hotel? I, no, I met him at a restaurant. Oh, and you had sex in the restaurant yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Did it get a B? That, that, yep. Yeah, that was, those were the days, you know? <laughs> Those were the days. I can say banging, 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 banging. Not a ton of sex was had with me on this trip. Like the word vacation is very different when traveling with multiple children and (laughs) multiple in-laws. I was like, but did they help? Did the in-laws help with the kids? That could be a plus. No, they were, we had fun times. Like we all played, like we learned how to play dominoes. Like we, we had a lot of like, fun experiences but anytime like no there wasn't anybody like helping me get the kids ready for bed or bath or naps or like all of the things that take place I mean that includes Edwin I teased him I'm like babe honestly like there was one point I looked at him at the second hotel I realized there was a kids club day three and I was like dove after lunch you're going in there and mommy is going to get a facial peace peace out well <laughs> I had to bribe her with ice cream, but she did it. Oh, well, as long as it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, officially, rugby sleeps in between us in the bed. Has his wow. own pillow, puts his head on. I I will tell you, he does not move one time. Well, that's in, a lot different than in eight hours. Fruits. I'm like, what? Like, th- I go, this is like a regular thing now. You know, Eddie does not have any children of his own, but this dog shows me what kind of father he would be. He carries the dog and cradles him, and he's about 50 pounds now. Would you and like me to have a baby for you and Eddie? No, no, no. This kid would be so spoiled. <laughs> carries the dog. When we are at uh, Big Bear, for some reason, he sleeps in his kennel, maybe because my entire bedding's white, and I won't let the dog in there. <laughs> for some so, reason. Maybe yeah. it's because I won't let him. You won't let him. And he, like, cradles him until he falls asleep, then carries him into his crate in Big Bear and puts him inside the crate. I love that you act like he's this big. The dog is bigger than my freaking desk that I'm sitting at right now. I know. Um, so, Well, that's pretty cute. Uh, well, I made another 
parenting flaws. So I'll just let you guys know. So when you're, if you have a child that's around three years old and they're laying in bed like this and you think that they're asleep and you think you can watch any television show you want. So I was limited. I couldn't do any of my housewife research there because I couldn't figure out how to do a VPN or whatever the hell you're supposed to do. So you oh, can watch. that's the best thing. I did that. I, I couldn't figure it out. So I'm just like scanning through Netflix it was one night that I was like, Edwin, you go out later with like your all your work people and your family like Dove is done. And the and Slate and Cruz stayed out and with Edwin. And I was like, you guys go for it. I went back. I was like, oh, Dove's sleeping. So I put on the untold by Jake Paul story on Netflix, which is like, what was it about? <laughs> It's all about how he was an influencer and then becomes a boxer. And it's like this really dramatic story. It's like only an hour and 10 minutes, but I'm assuming Dove's asleep. The show comes off. I turn off the TV and then she goes, mom, why'd Jake Paul lose that last fight? <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, did his hands hurt? Mom, Jake Paul's my new best friend. Jake Paul, like a thousand things about Jake Paul. And I'm like, holy shit. So now it's just asleep. This whole running joke where Dove could give you any bit of info. Dove knows more about Jake Paul than Bethany know knows about Rachel. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, Sophia used to sleep with her eyes open. Well, that's what Dove does. So I was for yeah. sure she was asleep because it was like this yeah, they... and there was just the little slits open. Yeah. But apparently she was watching like diligently with her choopy finger, just like Jake Paul. Like now every day, mom, have you... Do you know Jake Paul yet? Is he coming oh. over? Is Jake, I'm like, I don't. I'm be sliding oh into Jake Paul's DMs because Dove wants to have a boxing fight with him. Anyways. Okay. Can um, you tell me about this retreat we're going on? Yes. So we days. are going. And do I need any fancy clothes or is it just all workout stuff? No, you don't need any fancy clothes. We're going. Maybe we're some doing... sundresses because it's probably going to be 120 degrees in Arizona. I mean, I can't wait to go. It's no, I'm just kidding. It's it's at this place called the Enchantment. Um, I partnered with Katie Wee, who used to be one of the instructors at my favorite workout class in LA called Rise Nation. She's also a yoga instructor. She was a a, a very formal like dancer growing up, and then got really into yoga and meditation because it changed her kind of you know a lot of the ways that I am very type A. Yeah. Well, I'm like, going to have to admit that I got the email from her and can you fill out this questionnaire if you have time? So I said, yeah, you know what? I have like five minutes right now. Let me fill it up. And then it started to ask me about my feelings. I know. And, and I, ah, peace out. Got to go. Couldn't finish it. You're going to, that means you'll just have to share the feelings with your 48 closest friends at the retreat. <laughs> I am not some person that talks about my feelings. It's just not who I am. You, okay. You need a journal? Journal? I know I read that. I'm like, really? Do I really need a journal? Is it one of those you things? You do. Just we gonna... have a journaling I got, session. Am I going to have to write in it and then talk about what I wrote? Yes. Learn how to spell and write. No, you don't nope. have to spell things correctly, but you nope. do have to have a journal. Nope. You have to have workout clothes. I'm you have to have cozy person. clothes. You're so shit. <laughs> very private person. And I just don't feel comfortable talking about my inner feelings in front of people. You're not going to have to talk about your inner feelings. You're going to have to write them, which is even harder no, for you. No, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, but no, we're going to have a great time. And where there'll be alcohol my... at this retreat. It's not an... an... If you purchase additionally, there's alcohol. It's not something that I am supplying at the event. But there's a bar there, right? Because I can yes. talk about my feelings if I'm drunk. And then we'll when do some I podcasts. When I was in elementary school, something <laughs> horrible happened to me. 
Well, I like when just... I sneezed and a toot came out and that's still why I can't sneeze regularly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I um, was traumatized by farting in public. <laughs> I, I was. It hasn't happened since. Um, all right. Oh, so we're going to, we'll be also podcasting from there. So we'll give you guys some lowdowns. We'll see if Tamara's made any new besties, if I've learned how to give a hug and make sure that everybody. I'm not a hugger either. I know. Not I'm not a warm and fuzzy girl. No. I mean, I know this is new news to you. And it's shocking. <laughs> but here's the thing. Underneath, you're a big old softie. You I are. am. I am. And you know who I really relate to? Who? Bren. We'll talk <laughs> about it later. I love you. I thought you were going to talk about somebody that was going to be at the retreat. No. Bren. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
before we get into Bryn and how much we love her, we've got to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Why did this feel like the season finale? Because next week is the season finale and they're like, please, God, make this end. I feel like this was a season finale. And then when Drew filed for divorce, there was a new season finale. That's just my concept. There's probably zero truth to it, but that's what it felt like. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if that did happen. But the show starts off with Cynthia tells Kenya that her divorce is final. She says Kenya needs to wrap it up since she has been married and divorced while Kenya is still not divorced. Um how long did your divorce take? It took a couple years. It really did. And it was, um, I mean, it was horrible because he was going after me for all kinds of different things and just publicly trying to make a big old circus out of it. But um, I feel like this divorce has been going on a long time. I don't know. We haven't gotten an update from Kenya. We need to have her on the podcast soon. I do think that Cynthia's brand of funny shade is exactly what the show needed because she's not mean right she's good at bringing stuff up and then letting everybody else kind of you oh that's what i'm saying you always need a narrator you always need a narrator she's good at it she's bringing a lightness she's bringing fun um she's also being i know she's and looks stunning now cynthia is getting confessional she's been in what the last three episodes i know i kept thinking poor vicky do i know do you suspect they're asking her back next season I think they should. I think they should too. But do you think they're going to? I say this yeah. is. Uh, I don't know. Well, before we even get there, we got to get to Drew tells Candy that she's nervous about the sex scenes, and Candy tells her that they have an intimacy coach. This will be Drew's first sex scene, and first sex scene with a woman. Candy jokes that it won't take much for Drew to get comfortable. Obviously, referring to her kissing Latoya, right? And then Ralph shows up to set up and ask if they kissed with tongue. He also asks if she had an orgasm. She says this is work and character supposed to seduce her. Um, Was it me or was Ralph kind of getting off on the sex talk? I think Ralph when I'm sorry, Ralph was done to me when he goes, my you're being a thespian. I'm like, listen, yeah, she here's the difference. Like she may be a housewife now, but she was a working actor for a very long time. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, has she done? I haven't looked at her. Yes. IMDb. Like, no, she She's was like a-, a ton of like the, it was her profession. OK. And a working actor like not. But what I didn't like, because I haven't seen her in a lot of things, so I haven't seen her in anything, to be honest with you. Um, is that she kind of shaded? The she movie. did shade. Candy yeah, once. I'm. Yeah, if it's not a lifetime and above, she doesn't really want to be part of it moving forward. I, I'm wondering if she was worried that, like, her insecurities came out, and she was worried that Candy was shading her acting. So then she acted out on that. But they did she, not. In they fact, they were did actually the opposite. Really complimentary of her. Um. But I did think it was pretty funny. Like, if I were to ever book an acting role and need to have sex with somebody, I wouldn't want it to be in your bed. Well, I was going to ask you, <laughs> would you have a problem having a sex scene in my bed? Yes. So weird. I don't think that I could do a sex scene. I could do a sex scene. I don't think I could. I think it'd be, oh, I think camera, I would... like you've never faked it. Remember the popsicle story? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do it on camera. I feel like I would laugh. I think I could fake it. Show me your best orgasm right now. Are you serious right yes, now? Yes, go. Okay, can I have a vibrator? No! 
what? No. This isn't. That's not. A, they didn't pay us. Wait. Go. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Now you show me your best orgasm for TV. I feel like this is when Tamara met Sally. Okay, I'm gonna spit my water out all over my computer, you asshole. Um, I'm worried my orgasm isn't gonna be as good as yours. I'm not gonna be able to deliver it. Okay. Okay, I got a camera going. It's going, let's hear it. Yeah. I, I didn't hear anything. I heard it, yeah, uh-huh. Welcome to Edwin's life. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um, but I didn't like when he did that. But just like um, Drew's sex scene, this felt very anticlimactic. All right. Then we get to when Sheree said there was no budget to the party planner. I feel like he wanted to be like, <laughs> are you going to pay me? Who's going to write me that check, boo? Boo. Who's going to write me that check? <laughs> oh, I mean, wow. That was quite a party. That, okay. My favorite part of the party, I, there was, I, I liked, I enjoyed the party because I was fascinated by Bob. Fascinated. Well, first of all, let's just talk about how tall he is. Well, he was towering. I mean, at first, at first I'm like, who is this guy? And then it came back to me. Oh my God, that is her ex-husband. I remember way back when, I don't know if you remember this, they're sitting at a picnic table at a park. I think she threw a water bottle at him or something talking about, I think it was about oh, child yeah. support. That was 10 plus years ago. And he resurfaced. We haven't seen him in a while, right? The women, all the meme of all the women looking at him to like grill him because they all think that his daughter is his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. And Sheree even bringing Martell into the mix just to get back at him. Like all of it is just the amount of time that I had to do research after that because I was like, this is insanity that he came on the show to out himself for another child that he said just started coming around He's that like, everybody thought was the girlfriend i want to introduce my granddaughter to her aunt and oh by the way everybody this is your sister <laughs> this, but this is your sister say hi she's 45 <laughs> I mean, so but then this, the part that did make me appreciate Bob when the women were grilling him and, uh, he was funny. He was funny. He was like, well, wait till I tell her about the twins. Yeah. <laughs> he was funny. We need to see more of him. Do you think that Sheree purposely invited Anthony to create a scene with Drew? Of course she did. I mean, somebody needs to tell production this thirsty man should not be filmed again. Also, it annoyed me that I wanted to hear what Sheree had to say about it. But then they panned to him and he's like, bah, bah, bah. I'm like, shut your pie. Shut up. I yeah. don't want to hear from you latching on to all these different housewives so you can get your. It's embarrassing. Seconds. Like, shut up. Go away. But I did agree with Drew. Like, I'm not coming in there right now. Like, he threw a shoe at me. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not coming in. He and shouldn't she have been there. But it was her cutest there. night. She looked so cute. I she had know. a cute outfit on. Her glasses looked cute. She looked beautiful. I was like, I needed you in there. I know. I love that, you know, Sheree looks so proud about being a grandma, even though she made the party all about herself. Even though <laughs> like, the poor baby's she... like just wanting to suck her freaking choopy. And she's like, choopy. <laughs> I kind of felt a little bad for the, the mom 
I know. I it's like, Shrek, push her out of the way. Here's She's the like, baby. you can stand here. You can stand here. This is my child. I mean, it was great. It was great it TV. Was great was television. Sure. Um, the women. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed this episode. I know that people, you know, didn't, according to the fan thoughts, but I liked it. But when Kenya pulls Martell aside to talk and says she felt like she had to match Martell's energy when he was raising her voice at her, Martell apologizes to her and Kenya apologizes if she offended him. And then Martell jokes, he won't, <laughs> he won't do DMs anymore. First of all, when she asked Martell, like, can we talk? And he's like, mm-mm. I was like, really? We're going there? We're going backwards? Like, seriously? But I thought that Martel handled himself very well. I thought they made it funny. I thought both yeah. of them. But at first, it? I'm like, oh, no, not no. this shit again. No, but I thought they both were like, all right, we were both a little bit of assholes in this situation. And um, yeah. Well, I um, did see online, you know, if it's online, it's got to be true. That yeah. Kenya and Martel had better chemistry on screen then Sheree Martel. Well, he did DM her first. <laughs> He's cute. I know. I thought so. He's really cute. And I saw him like, yeah, you're really cute. You look good in pink, too. You matched the <laughs> Oh, at least Martel is pretty charming and Bob's funny. So we got two wins. She she she's picking by people that have good personalities. It's, uh, you know, and he is a big boy. Like I'm, everybody's like looking up to him. Like, okay, let's hell? let's just get through some facts about Bob. Bob is the father of their five children: Cody, child before he married Sheree; Lenise, the child before he married Sheree; Tiara, Sheree's daughter, she had with her teenage boyfriend; then Cairo, child Bob had with Sheree; then Kaylee, child with Sheree. Now he's introducing his daughter Candace, who Sheree did not know about. During the after show of the episode, Sheree thinks Candace may have found him and he may or may not have known about her, which is even. It's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot. But uh, fan thoughts are pretty much the same as ours. Yeah. Um, New York, New York. Sonia. Oh, Sonia didn't bug me this episode. Liked her. Glad it's over. Well, I don't know if I liked her this episode or last episode. I like her. I, had to I like watch both. Two episode at one time. They seem like they they really like each other. Yeah. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com.
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got New York. Uh, Jenna is now doing interior design work and helping out her friend. Emily Hampshire, an actress who is best known for Stevie and Schitt's Creek. Jenna was introduced to Emily. Wait, she was in Schitt's Creek? Yes, she was an actress. Like she is an actress. What did she do? I love that show. I don't remember her. I don't. I didn't watch Schitt's Creek because I don't watch comedies. Of course you don't. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anything funny, I draw the line. She's, She's Stevie. Stevie. She's Stevie. Really? Yeah, I already said it, but I couldn't process it because I didn't watch the show. Okay. Um, but would you rather have Jenna or 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 Aaron be an interior designer for your home? Well, I haven't really seen Jenna's stuff. But and you I'm see just basing her that off her house? Yes. And like her personal style. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron. See, I like I don't her. know. I, th- I think they're both great. I-, I think that Jenna's house is really cool. There's totally two different types, two different styles. Yeah. I, I feel, I'll, feel I'll like Aaron's more us. She's more of a basic bitch like us. Yeah. I'll stick with and- my basic bitch stuff. Um, and then we get to Abe and Aaron get dinner and he says he wants a big rock in his drink, which I want to know if was the waitress set was set up to do that. But yeah. either way, I love Aaron and Abe's relationship. They're they- so cute. I enjoy the scene. I think their marriage is genuine. I think that they are so in love. It's just. But they're it. so in love. They don't notice the giant penguin sitting behind them. What giant penguin? What? I didn't there notice. was a giant penguin sitting at the table behind them. I do not understand how it got in there. I didn't even notice it. Now I'm gonna have to go back and look. But I what I do love is what I had to laugh at. I don't know if I love it, but Aaron going, Why are we here? You know, I don't ever go past Canal Street. 
You know, Canal yeah. Street's where all they sell all the fake All the fake Birkins. Yeah. The Schmirkins. The Schmirkins and the Fucci. But like, either way, I do love them. Um, How much do you think that ring costs? I would probably say 75000 Oh, I was thinking more. No, if it's going to be on TV and they're probably showcased it in some capacity, about 75000 would you pay $62,000 to put your, put Dove through preschool? No, are you kidding me? Now, was that 62000 per kid? Yes. Also, when she said that the kid was inept, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> inept for social, <laughs> social activity or whatever it was, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, But... Wait, what was the word? Is that the word they had to socially Google? inept? She said she's so my, the daughter or the son is socially inept. And they both look at each other and go, what does that mean? Yeah. And then they had to Google it. I'm like, this is like me and Tamara trying to read a freaking ad. It was kind of funny there. It was pretty entertaining to listen to this whole conversation. They actually showed me their dynamic. I, I liked this scene, actually, because you can. See I mean, that there is a relationship in some capacity. I love that she thought the biggest selling point was he can be rubbing shoulders with Tom Cruise. I think that Jessel is more worried about clout chasing than anything else. Jessel, what about when she says uh, one of the school boards that you're on and <laughs> the fried chicken committee and he corrects her saying it's the Street Food Association <laughs> of New York City. I just can't. Um Oh, no, I would not put my kids in. Granted, my kids are in private school and it is expensive in L.A., but 62000 Yeah, but I feel like in New York, that's a very common thing to do. Like um, their kids are all just geared and educated for, I mean, which we all should be like that, but there's got to be a part where your kid needs to be a kid. Yeah, agreed. Um, but then we get to David and Cy, and I love them. But I knew in this scene, there was no way David was going to that party. Me, mm -mm. Mm -mm. He's like me when I say I'm going out after 10 p.m. It's a, it's not happening. I may have good intentions to do I it. I want to. I want to, but it's not happening. It's not happening. That's a running joke with some of my friends. I'll be like, yeah, I want to go out. I'll go. When are we going? And then they'll all go, you're not going. You're not going. And And the time will come and I'll be like, Sorry, guys, I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah, you, you really have good intentions. You're not being rude, but the babysitter didn't cancel. You you weren't going. I do but like I love them. the New York husbands. I do like them. And I feel like I'm wondering if we're going to be able to see like the Jersey husbands where they come together. I would love to see that. I don't know. It's seeming a little rough. Yeah. How about Meredith being there? I, it was of just course a, she was. Just, of course she was. Well, you know, I ran into her. Did I tell you? I know. Yeah, oh, I posted. I I ran into her at the montage. Um, but then this, what about this thing with the sister where the sister comes in and says that they all need to be quiet. Do you think that the sister was overreacting oh, or the sister everyone was trying was... to get some airtime? Let's be honest. The I know that's fine. group was talking. First of all, they have speakers at something like that is so boring and you're going to know that production is going to make it look so boring. And there's no music and all the things. So everybody was just like, peace. Like, if you can stick it through when filming's done, then the party will become fun. Clearly with all the sponsors. I know. How about Bren's comment to whose husband was it? It was Abe. Was that? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It was Aaron's husband, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
do you think that she overstepped her boundaries or was she just joking and trying to, you know, have a good time? And would you be bothered by that? I wouldn't be bothered I by it. Be bothered I think either. she's because she's so blatant about it. I know. It's not like she's doing it under wraps. Um, but it, it did appear that at this party, the one sponsor they didn't have was food. I mean, <laughs> there had to have been food there. That party looked stunning. It looked stunning. There was outfit changes. Sai was over it, though. She's like, I'm, um, I'm out. I'm going to go eat. We feel, we hear a little bit about Jenna finally opening up about her relationship. But I'm like, you never showed it in the first place. So I don't care. I'm not invested. Let's find somebody new that you can show us on the show, and then we'll go on. I agree. I agree. Um, it was a little boring. A little bit boring. Uh, you know, I didn't love it, but you know what? I feel like it was a little filler episode. And well, was she was she actually renewing her vows? Because I heard her talk. I about didn't it. really hear vows. Yeah, there's no vows. There's no wedding. I heard her talk about renewing vows, but I never saw it. So it was so confusing what actually went down. Maybe party. because I mean they did them, but there was it wasn't standard vows. But oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, good. News. Either way, crappy legs over. It's over. My favorite part that I can say is that even though Sonia and Luann fight, you can tell they love each other. Yeah, for sure. I think they're funny. I think they're both entertaining. Um, I think the show could have been cut to six episodes. Yeah. But if we were doing it, it should be 10. If we were doing it, we should have 24 and three reunions. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it should be like a whole eight months on air. Yeah. <laughs> and we should get Rachel's full salary so for one I, episode. I actually saw a familiar face on this episode. It was Richard J., which I, I know him by Richard Alexander, uh, Broadway producer and director. And he was at the Trace Amigas first show. We actually talked to him three or four years ago when this was a concept of doing this, he was interested in taking it on the show, like what he did for Luann. He has been in a Broadway performer. I don't, I don't know if he's an agent or exactly what he is. Well, he worked with Barbara Streisand, who Sonia looks like. What I love that she said that she goes, people have confused me for Barbara Streisand. I was like, I, she was so funny when she pulled out her vibrator to sing into it. I was like, she's so, but also do people still have vibrators like that? That was like an old school, big ass. But did it plug in? It was like one of those big pink ones that also looks like a massager. Not like the little one. Did it have a cord? I didn't really, didn't notice it. It didn't have a cord, but it seriously was like one of those like pounder ones. I was like, I was like that. That looked like it hurt. That was a major one. Okay. Um, So people say she looks like Barbara Streisand. Um, I'll tell you what people say I look like sometimes. I've gotten a few. Uh, Kelly Ripa, Kristen Chenoweth. And when I had the dark hair, people were saying um, I look like Victoria Beckham, which I've heard that a lot of times. And then Miranda, wait, Miranda, the country singer, Lambert. Miranda Lambert. People have said that as well. So I will say that sometimes I will see Jenny McCarthy's Instagram and think it's you. We use the same face app. God, I was going to say that, but I thought it'd be nice. Um, I love Jenny McCarthy. I used to get the weird thing is when I was younger, I used to get her and Carmen Electra, but they were both 
even though they don't even look alike. Yeah, that's weird. They were both hosts of Singled Out. I thought you said they're both hoes. They're both hoes like me. We all hoes together. (laughs) No, they're both hoes. Hoeing around in the 90s. Um, But, I mean, we probably do have some crossover, ladies. Uh, Who's your daddy? John Mellencamp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Then Luann and Sonia sing their song dedicated to Bitten, but Luann... I mean, but Sonia had more words than Luann. What took, you know what this took me back to? This took me back to doing the commercial for Fiber One and Sonia was, had no clue what she was singing or doing. And <laughs> she told- literally made up her own words on the show. But what I was very impressed about, and I do agree with, and I there's not even much more to recap on the show because we don't need to talk about all their, you know, performances. Yeah. But- how when they left and all of the people of Benton were sitting there like to say goodbye as they fly off in the private jet, Sonia, regardless if this was produced or not, she knew everybody's name. Yeah. And she went up and had a personal story about them. And I was like, but I had to laugh when she said, I made lifelong friends with so many people. And I'm like, you will never talk to any of these people (laughs) again. Who are you fooling? It's not happening. The one lady in full glam is my favorite. The one that owns the like tea place. Oh, gosh. Well, well, I will say that um, I was a little bit jealous because Luann and Sonia got to read off cards when they sang their song. When we're doing the Trace Amigas, we have like four songs that we sing during this performance. And I suggested to Shannon, well, can't we just have like cards or the lyrics? Of course not. No, no, not on Trace Amigas. You can't do that. Did you think the cards being held up was a good look? No, No. it looked terrible. Memorize your shit, Tamara. I know. All right, well, we got to wrap. Pour some tequila on me. She'll give you head. Pour oh, my God. That's what it says. Yes. Then we, we... If I was invited, I would know the words. So, uh, but yeah. we have to wrap. We are running out of That's time. what Vicky does when we uh, do it. We pour some tequila in the back. There's a big screen and it shows her with a lollipop down her throat. What is in your show. hand? It looks like a knife. It's a nail file. It's the only thing I can find that looked like a penis. <laughs> What penises are you having sex with? That's frightening. All right, Tamara, I will see you on Thursday. I will. In Sedona. Bye, guys. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. 
I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.